Welcome to the Kitchen Island Podcast. <laughs> I would argue that the only thing you do have is a Kitchen Island pod, you do not have a Kitchen Island. Alright, take two. You know what, Jay? You know what I don't have at home? What a don't ki- you have at home, Josue? <laughs> a Kitchen Island. You do not have a Kitchen Island. No, we are in my... I think this is a den. Yeah, I think it's called a den. I, I, I would I would qualify this as a living room. Living room, but I got a living room over there. Like, it's so, it's so weird, man. Like, Postway has two living rooms. It's just I, humble brag over here. Just like, no, no, FYI, <laughs> I have two living rooms. A weak flex. This is not a den. I got told this is a den, okay? The, the, like, the, is there a primary living room or a secondary living room? I don't know. This doesn't have a TV. We're, we're in a room that has a fireplace. A but fireplace. No, I know, I know, but it's... It's gas. It's not even a real, like... So what? There's still a okay. fireplace in this room. Yeah. Listen, the, the point is that it's perfectly set. This room is perfectly set to talk about football. And we are recording on Wednesday. Wait, why is this room perfectly set to talk about football? I don't know. It just feels appropriate, man. <laughs> it just feels like... There's literally it, no football paraphernalia in this no, room. Yeah. None. <laughs> Usually, Jose is actually wearing a football shirt, and he's not even no, doing that today. Yeah, I'm wearing a boxing sweater. Yeah. Okay. So, now that you've ruined my intro... Yeah, no, I was just... We can straight up get into it. The intro was not that good, so... No, you know, sometimes none of this is scripted, guys. Believe it or not. I know. (laughs) And if it wasn't, like, you should fire whoever's writing your lines. Tom. Uh, (laughs) Tom. Fucking Tom. Actually, he couldn't make it tonight. He never fire Tom. You know, he's a good man. Mm -hmm. Family man. Mm-hmm. And he is, I believe, with his father-in-law or with his mom making some sort of wine. Very I'm good. sorry, Tom, if I put that out there that you disclosed that to me. But I, I don't know. I feel like it's not that private. No, it's good. We get into the depth of the characters that appear on this podcast. That's it. Tom is an amateur winemaker. Now, I want to... Okay, so it's after the, the match day two of the Champions League. So we're going to kind of cover that. But I want to start with some beef. Mm. Sheriff from Aldova. Yes. They have made us look like complete fools. Yes. Jay, complete fools. Fools. Now, this podcast is really, um, it, it depends a lot on its clicks and its reputation. Reputation. Yeah, credibility. Credibility. Thank you. Credibility. And we don't fucking have any when it comes to Sheriff. Not a shred. They have now, actually yesterday, they beat Real Madrid. Mm-hmm. The world famous Real Madrid. Yes. Sheriff's badge is actually a star, like a sheriff's badge. Yeah, sheriff's badge is a sheriff's exact, badge. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, does that like their crest is it? You know what I mean? So, um, this is not a joke. This is this is serious. They, no, yeah. I, I wish we were joking, man. I wish we can walk away and be like, I told you they would finish last in the group. And that that's because that's exactly what we predicted. That's we, what we said. We literally said, I, maybe not literally, but I'll have to go back on we the did, recording. We, we absolutely said they were going to finish dead last night group. All, I, I'm pretty sure. I told you to check the record I'm pretty for much, that. I use the words, they're making up the numbers. Yeah, you, yeah I think I'm, you did. I'm pretty sure I, I did. Yeah. Part timers. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The fucking mechanics. I don't know what the fuck they do out there, but Jesus Christ. Listen, it's, it's, it's. It's a Champions League, though. It's a Champions League. That's just the way it goes. And this is their first time in the Champions League. This is the first time a Moldovan side has ever made the Champions League. And they're beating Real Madrid. Yeah. But I must admit... At the Bernabeu. At the Bernabeu, yeah. The recently refurbished Bernabeu. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Yep. Because they didn't play there last year, right? That's correct. They didn't play there at all. They played at some... 
which essentially was a massive stadium as well. Not massive, but it was still a stadium yeah. as well. Yeah. It was kind of weird. I, I don't I don't know the full story there, but yeah. Because yeah. I remember when they... I think they, they played their first home game, and yeah. I think they won. It was just kind of a big deal because they've been away from the Bernabeu for so yeah. long. And the it, fans have been away because of the pandemic. It's like they... They park their Porsche and pulled up in a Beamer. I mean, they, they have two fucking stadiums. They have two stadiums, yeah. It's like here in Ottawa, we can't... That's what it. happens when you win three Champions Leagues in a row. That's when you are the, what, 14-time Champions League champion? Oh, the biggest club count. in the world? I've lost count, man. There's a, you, honestly, the paycheck doesn't even matter. The paychecks are big, but the paycheck doesn't matter. You go to Real Madrid because everybody dreams of playing at Real Madrid. That's true. Except for last night. Nobody wants to play for Real Madrid last night. Nope. Absolutely not, and that that goal was top shelf, man. That finish. Oh, the winner! Yeah, the winner was top shelf, absolute quality from Luxembourg international Sebastian Till, who I believe is there on loan. Um, wow, was it outside of the right foot into the top corner? Am I mistaken, or is it was it another way? I'm not sure. Yeah, I, what a loan move that you go to. That's where you go to Moldova. <laughs> Moldova needs you. <laughs> Do it for Tanzinistra. Yeah. Listen, like uh, okay. Um, I know we're, we're clowning them a bit, but it's just, just a bit of banter, a bit of jokes. No, no if anything, we're clowning Madrid it, for true, losing to them. True, But so, I mean, yeah. your agent comes up to you and says, I got a loan deal for you. And you're just like, oh shit, what is it? They're like... You'll be wearing a sheriff's badge. Yeah, sheriff, you're going to Moldova. <laughs> and, and you take it. And, and then you score a fucking screamer. Against Real Madrid. Against Real Madrid. At the Bernabeu. At the Bernabeu. But let's just put emphasis on that. Yeah. So, guys, welcome to the Kitchen Ida podcast, the review show. Hi, friends. Champions League. Yeah. Why not? I, I don't. I don't see why not. Um, let's on on. Let's continue on this sheriff thing because let me look at the group right now. They're, this is going to be ninety percent of the podcast because it's on about sheriff beating Madrid. Group D, man. Fucking group D, sheriff. Plus three, six points. Followed closely by Real Madrid, three points. Mm. And their zero goal differential. Inter Milan, Internazionale Milano. Mm -hmm. Minus one, one point. And then Shakhtar Donetsk is one point minus two. Um, Guys, if you put money on Sheriff in the last two games, I I hope you got a decent payout. You, You definitely got a decent payout. You might be able to sponsor the Kitchen Island Podcast. We're still looking for sponsors. Any sponsors. Honestly, at this point, luckily, because I canceled the SoundCloud account, it's not costing me any more money. But by God, am I in the red in this pod. Yeah. I mean, like, I... With no plan to escape. Absolutely not. Like, no. There's no, there's no back in black date. Jay, the truth is, the reason why I'm doing this pod is for the fans. It's for the kippers. For the kippers, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm not doing this for myself. Mm, the no. people need me. I get a couple messages every once in a while. Who are you guys? Who are you guys, yep. You know what I mean? And, and I say, say, just listen to the pod. And also, we're the new Spice Boys. It's, absolutely, we are. Yeah. And more diverse, I may add. We are definitely more diverse more. than the original Spice yeah. Boys, yes. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. absolutely yes. Led by your host. <laughs> The dark featured, mustachioed. That's it. Boyishly handsome, I believe, is the term he used. Boyishly David Luiz, aka yeah. Senor Nicaragua pageant. <laughs> I don't know the word for pageant in Spanish. Dos mil cinco. Yeah, two thousand and five. That's it. 
And the only reason why I didn't that make does mean, it... That doesn't mean the Mr. Nicaragua pageant winner. Mm-hmm. To the, oh, it's a campeone. Campeone del Señor Nicaragua pageant 2005. Unfortunately, the truth is I couldn't register for it because I'm American-born. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. A.K.A. Yeah. Former line ladies. Josue. <laughs> Spice Boy uh, Supreme. Born in Miami Beach. This, the, the 305. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're not talking about Pitbull here. But he's also from Miami. True. He he actually spent more time there, so I'll let him claim that. I just have more hair than him. Yeah. Yes, uh, <laughs> Correct. That's why I called you the dark-featured, mustachioed, boyishly handsome David Luiz. Absolutely. Yeah. I also need a haircut. Listen. Okay. Okay. Let's let's get serious here. Let's what get were we talking here. about? We're, we we just talked about Sheriff. credit. So credit to them. Absolutely fantastic the way things are going with them. Um, keep an eye on that. I don't know if they can keep it up. Um, beginner's luck, but you know what? Pure entertainment. And again, this is Champions League, and it's always fun to see upsets. Essentially, yeah. Okay. No, that's why we play the game. Because if we just looked at who had the biggest payroll and the uh, best paid players, and you know who spent the most on transfer fees, what would be the point of doing this? Well, I mean, we would still do the podcast. I mean, for the listeners. For the listeners, Absolutely. yeah. Absolutely, the loyal listeners. Mm. Guys, honestly, just fucking listen to the pod, man. It's killing me here. Please, man. somebody listen. Say it. Fuck Anyone. Please, man. Jesus. I'm going to have to tag Sheriff in this. You will. Maybe we'll get a couple of clicks. We'll be the hottest podcast in Moldova. Dude, they're not even... They're, they don't have the check mark. They're not a verified account. The club's account is not verified? It's not verified. Oh, they have about... Um, uh, last I checked, which they probably have more now, but they have about 8,000 followers. So about the same as the Kitchen Island podcast. Absolutely. We appreciate every single one of the 25 followers we have. Yeah. Every single, they're valued. I don't care if it's a, a spam account. First name basis. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, but, okay, no, but seriously. Let, let's talk Liverpool first um, because that's, that's my jam. Um, Porto what? are so generous. With the with with Liverpool, with Liverpool. for they're, some reason they're really nice, nice people, man. They're nice they're people. a good team. I expected better. Every time we show up, they're like, "By all means, sir, take another yeah. goal." Five five one. Yeah, five, like, five I, nothing. I can't do the Portuguese accents. Like I assume that's what they sound. Let's like. try, let's let's try to stay away from that because that would probably be offensive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true, a- absolutely, absolutely. Um, but uh, they cut. We you know Liverpool shows up and they're just like, "Come on, come score some more goals, right?" Mm. So five one. Absolutely, if I want. And you know what? I'm going to say this right now. John Henry, if you're listening, pay Mohamed Salah. Pay him his extension. Extend his contract. This guy is the focal point of our attack. He is the, I would say, I'm going to go ahead and say best player, most valuable player on the team. You know what I mean? Because I don't want to take away from Van Dyke. It's a tricky question. It's a tricky statement. Or Allison. Or Allison as well. So he is, so I'll say this. He is our most valuable, best attacker. Okay, everything goes through him. Um, last I checked, according to Twitter, um, things are calm in that camp. In that camp, and they haven't started negotiations with him. Um, I don't know what the hell Liverpool's waiting for, um, because yeah, he 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 is the shit, um, and he's scoring goals left and right. And to a certain extent, when when um, Mane and uh, Firmino aren't on their game, Mohamed Salah. Um, still scores. Still scores. Still fucking scores. And like I can't stress enough how much how vital he is to um, to our attack. 
I don't think anyone can stress how vital that guy is. Like, even both of his goals in this game, the first one, yeah, sure, it was a tap-in, but, I mean, you have to be in the right place at the right time to score tap-ins. The second one, I was actually sitting there thinking, you should have hit that first time. I can't believe you took a touch. You almost blew the opportunity. But it's Mo Salah, so he still finished. Um, yeah, invaluable. Absolutely invaluable. I have to say, he wouldn't be so invaluable if Jota started finding the battle. Oh my God, he could have had like seven goals today. Yeah, I I like Jota. Um, I do too. I think he's good, but yeah. I don't know what's going on as of late. And especially in this game, he was absolutely atrocious. Yeah, it's it's a weird one. Maybe because he was, you know, he, he spent a, a small amount of time with Porto. I don't know if that played a factor or not. I'm not. I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, Sadio Mane was trying. Was trying really hard, but some things just weren't pulling off. Yeah. No, I, Jota was. He was. He was bad today. He was. He was bad. He like I said. He should have scored. I'm exaggerating with the seven goals, but he could have. He could have scored four or five. Yeah. True. Um. But uh, the, the thing is, you don't want to take. I want to say that not not taking Mo Salah for granted. Um, his performance are fantastic, but I need to highlight uh, someone else, and that's Curtis Jones. Yeah, Curtis Jones had a hell of a oh, fucking game. Oh my! Yeah, and and he's twenty one, twenty, I believe. Yeah. Um, and this kid, this kid's a baller. And and I I said, um, at the start of the season, when given his chance, I want him, I want to see him take control of a game. You know, kind of stamp his authority on the game and he did that against Porto. Yeah. Uh, I like the I think when we talk about Liverpool's depth, um there is a bit of there's always been a bit of question mark around it, but I think when you have players like Curtis Jones stepping up, it's absolutely fantastic. And the thing is is that his ceiling's so high and I and I thoroughly enjoyed it. He played a part in four in four goals. He was a, he was credited with two assists. But he had his, his uh, yeah, like I said, a part in, in all, not all of it, but four of the five goals. No, yeah, he recovered the ball well. He drove the action. I mean, like, yeah, he, I don't think you could ask for much more yeah. in a midfield performance. He was excellent. And lastly, i got to give a shout-out to old man James Milner. Yeah. I think, you know, I I have my, my thoughts on James Milner. Is that I think he's a great professional. He's in great shape. Um, the only reason why is he's not spoken about enough is because you have a Cristiano Ronaldo out there uh, in similar age and just, you know, his social media is just much better. But if you look at James Milner at 35, um, just as fit, um, he's just not as fast as Ronaldo, I guess. But um, he's putting on some performances and a freaking professional in the sense that, hey, James, you're going to play, play right back. He's like, okay, you know what I mean? Like and, and he puts in a good a good shift. Um the question that's that's been on the Twitter is like, are we are we gonna extend James Miller? Are we gonna keep him around um longer than this year? Because I believe he's done this year. Uh I'll answer my own question. Or the question of others. Um it depends if you get you know, Nico Williams is there, but he's injured. Um do you you let go of that experience? Or do you not, like, if, if you don't get another player, then we're kind of screwed. You know what I mean? But he is in his twilight, and I think that Klopp is managing him perfectly. He's not going to be week, week in or week out, but if you allow him to play, I guess at the end of the day, like, small, short minutes 
and every once in a while, so to speak, you know what I mean? Um, I think he can still be a valuable player to, to the to the team. Well, as long as he wants to continue doing that. That too. I mean, that's what yeah. it is too. I mean, look, if he's willing to take, I think, a bit of a pay cut to continue being a super sub or to play the odd match where they think they need him or uh, to come off the bench and be, be useful in some occasions to run out the clock, as long as he's willing to continue being a team player, as long as he doesn't think, I want to go somewhere else and play 90 minutes for every single match. I don't see why you can't continue with a guy like that. You know, if he's asking for reasonable wages, you pay him a fair amount for what he's contributing and he's happy playing that role. I don't see why he has to go away. I mean, like even Cannavaro had, uh, he was managing Guangzhou in, in China and the captain of the Chinese national team who used to play for Charlton athletic actually. And, and Celtic, he played very briefly there, but uh, he's a midfielder. And the same thing too was with him is he was getting older uh, and he was the team captain, but he was so good. Um, Cannavaro would just kind of use him sparingly as much as you can. And he seems to be okay with that role. And he continues. There's a guy in Japan who's... Um, uh, he's in his, his 40s. Now, right? oh, he's in his 50s. 50s, he's yeah, that's 50s. right. That's he's playing right. in the second division. But he's yeah. just, again, he's doing it because he loves it. He, he wants to keep playing. And he's probably taking a, a relatively small paycheck. But, um, you know, he's able to go in and do the do play the game he loves. And... And he's will fill a role for a team, and so I think as long as the players' expectations are reasonable, um, from a salary and a you know time on the pitch perspective, I, I don't see why that can't continue. And I think if you're James Milner and you're you have the opportunity to like what is he? He's in his late thirties now. He's thirty five. He's thirty five. Okay. At this point, again, like yeah, sure. Uh, maybe you can go to Stoke City and play more, but would you rather do that or would you rather take a little bit less money? Be a super sub, kind of prolong your career by playing, you know, limited minutes and managing your time from this point forward for the next couple of years, and continue to be a contributor and a key, a relatively key piece, because uh, you know those those players you sparingly are also a key piece as long as they fit into the overall plan um, in a winning team and pick up a few more trophies. I think that that's definitely a, a good player to keep around as long as you can find an agreement with the manager and the club yeah. and the player. And not to mention the fact that he is very versatile. Uh, he's a good plug. He's, he's, he's a good plug. Um, there was rumors that he was going to finish career, his career with Leeds, but now, no. based on the fact that I've watched Leeds a lot more, I don't know if he's <laughs> going to fit in in that. It's way too much running for yeah. Milner. Yeah, I, I was going to... Way too much running yeah. for a 35-year-old. Those guys, the whole team is very young. Yeah. Um, and there's a reason for that. Yeah, <laughs> they absolutely. demand... Bielsa demands running. Oh, Bielsa. You, you want to you wanna touch on Bielsa, uh, a little bit of Bielsa ball, no? I mean... You want to? It's, it's up to you, man. Like, it was this past weekend. Yeah, I, I can speak pretty quickly. I yeah, mean, let's I, do it. Last time I was on the pod, we were talking about, I think, Leeds-Liverpool. And, um, you know, I think I did see Harvey Elliott mm-hmm. uh, uh, say, oh, that sucks to Pastoral Strike, that, you know, Leeds appeal for to get his red card revoked yeah. wasn't... Or the ban revoked or whatever wasn't upheld because I think that Harvey Elliott also felt like you know it wasn't uh, it, it wasn't intentional he yeah. didn't mean to hurt me yeah like you said when you rewatched the tackle he won the ball it's just a trailing leg caught him and it yeah. sucks um, for everyone involved but it was kind of good to see that you know he at least didn't doesn't feel hard done by and that was nice um, so he was suspended they played West Ham uh, Michael Antonio. Scored the winner uh, late in the match. Uh, you know, a, a good return for a performance. I mean, admittedly, he hit, I think, players in the face three times during that match. He was booked for one of them, I yeah. believe. Uh, when he literally 
elbowed, brought the hammer down on the goalkeeper's face, uh, which could have honestly knocked him out at some point. Uh, so I thought that he was very lucky to finish the match, but I mean, I can't hate on the finish. I can't hate on West Ham. I do think that as we've been watching, it's funny because now they finally lost. They still haven't won, but now they finally lost. Uh, no, sorry, they did lose to United as well. But they had a string of good uh, performances and draws. Um, and the, the the thing about that is I think that in this match we finally saw the leads of last year. The leads that was linking things together, playing fast, keeping possessions, dangerous and attacking. Um, and they end up losing the game. So uh, it's unfortunate. But, uh, but yeah, I, it, was, it was actually finally, um, it felt a bit like last year, the joy that you got from watching leads again. Uh, I think that also Stuart Dallas was driving a lot of that, and as he sort of faded in the match, um, so did Leeds. But yeah, anyway. they're still winless. Yeah, so three winless. ties, three three losses, yeah. minus eight. Yeah. Um. Do you think like does I know Bielsa plays a certain way? Um. Do you think they need to? I don't know. I know you're you're not an expert or anything like that, but like just kind of seeing how things are going. Um, and again, with the goal differential last year and stuff like that, they play high intensity, you know, they back and forth, back and forth. But this is also like a style of play that can catch up to them. And if they don't maybe adjust, maybe play a little more caution, you know, or do they, do they not know how to play another way at the, at the same time? Cause he this, also, this could catch up he also doesn't want to play another way. Fair he enough. also doesn't yeah. want to play another way. Um, and, and far be it from most managers to tell Bielsa what he's doing is wrong because I think most of the big managers um, have drawn some inspiration from Marcelo Bielsa. Absolutely. Yeah. Everybody respects him and there's a reason for that. So do they do something else? I mean, if they do something else, you might as well bring in another manager. And yeah, say, oh, we've yeah. given up. Let's find somebody that's going to help us stay up. Or you say, we're committed to this swashbuckling, entertaining football we're glad that everybody has started tuning in to watch us as their second team. Um, but you know what? No, forget it. We'll just try to find somebody, to, a grizzled Premier League manager to help yeah. us survive. I say no. I say that they've been in some of these games that they've lost or drawn. Um, I say that they were the better team in this match against West Ham. Um, mm-hmm. and, and they ended up losing it, and that's okay. Uh, I, I, I think that if you're hitting the panic button at this point... Um, you really have not been paying attention over the last couple of years. Yeah, no, I, I totally agree. Um, like, who have they lost to? United and Liverpool and now West Ham? Um, I believe so, yeah. So, you lose to... And West Ham, was they just missed out on Europe, didn't they, last year? Yeah, they did. You know, David, I, I actually credited David Moyes last year. I gave him a little, little, little respect. Like, hey, yeah. man, you, guys, you guys did well there. We talked about, they were talking about him for manager of the year. And if it wasn't Bielsa, they're talking about Moyes. And then I think they ended up giving it to Pep anyway. Pep, but, yeah. but anyways, the point is, if it, wasn't, if it wasn't Pep, I think your two names there were Moyes and Bielsa. And I think that um, both of them would have been very deserving. So again, you look at this West Ham team, they, they're, they're a good team. They're a good team. They just missed out on Europe. So they lost to them. Okay. They also lost to United and Liverpool. Yep. United were second last year. You know, Liverpool in the last three years have won the Champions League and the Premier League. Like what? The mighty Reds. Yeah. What are we? What are we talking about changing things at Leeds for? Like why? Because you lost to United and Liverpool. They're Fair not. Enough. They're not even supposed to be competitive with United and Liverpool. Yeah. They like I told you. Remember when we were talking about that? We're yeah. doing the debrief in the game after. I, I listed off pretty much every player on the field. Yeah. They were all there in the champ when they were playing in the championship. How the hell are they supposed to beat Liverpool and United? 
They're not supposed to. And the fact that they even make it competitive, that we're talking about, oh, do they need to hit the panic? If this was some team that just got promoted, um, and it wasn't Leeds, and it wasn't Marcelo Bielsa, would would we be surprised with these results? We'd be like, hey, they got three draws. Not bad, right? Like, um, So, I, I don't know. If you're hitting the panic button, I think it's, it's just... It, it's unreasonable based on who their opposition has been so far. Um, you know, and, and yeah, you're right. They've had some... They've played against some lower-level teams, and, they, and they've they've drawn. Yeah. They've missed the opportunity to win. Um, but again, that'll come, and their losses are against very good teams that are have way better... Uh, way bigger budgets than they do. I don't think that there's really a problem there. No, that that's that's completely fair. I was just kind of playing that like devil's advocate there. This is the Marcelo Bielsa Appreciation Hour. All right, that's when I'm here, <laughs> we're talking about leads. It is the Marcelo Bielsa Appreciation Hour. So, uh, Bielsa, if you if you feel like you need to clarify anything, your style of play, anything like that, then we're available. We're always available. Aquí estamos para escucharte lo que tenés lo que tenés que decir. Porque aquí estamos para eso. Sí, sí, sí. <laughs> sí, sí. Listen, let's jump back into the championship. So para <laughs> Señor Nicaragua. <laughs> Campeones, Señor Nicaragua. Pageant. And, and this is... 2005. And this is why he'll never reach out to us. You ruined this for us. We had him at hello and you went this far. Okay, you know um, what? I, I'm very frustrated by this last... This questioning of Marcelo Bielsa's ability. I'm going to need a timeout. You press pause. I'm going to get a beer. I mean, is there, for the love of the game, because there's oil money, there is human rights issues, there is absolute everything before football in this game. Yeah, el classic oil. That's it. Oil, oil classico. I also very much like El Cachico. Okay, yeah, El absolutely. Cachico. I mean, if Tommy was here, yeah. he would he would set us straight and be like, this is what it is. This is what it is, yeah. yeah. Back in 1937, this is what they came <laughs> up with. Listen, Tommy, we love you. Yes. As usual. Yes, we do. But we expect a full historic breakdown. Absolutely. We're, we're talking politics. We're talking um, 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 revolutions. Yes. The, the the beginning yeah. of this rivalry because at the end of the day man look beyond the two clubs these are states yeah. these are two states going to to war on a soccer pitch i don't mean that literally like, i mean like they're just competing that money's competing there yeah and it's crazy to see it's a spending contest a- absolutely man and and to see these squads that they put together yeah Holy shit, man. Especially for clubs that until recently had no significance in football. Yep. I yeah. I, I agree. I mean, I've, I've been to the city stadium. I've watched the city game. Um, my buddy, I, I love him to death. He managed to get us tickets about, goodness, I think it was a week in advance for a Champions League game. Nice. Go to any other club. Do you think you can pull that off? No. Never. Maybe not any other, but I'm well, saying... Well, you can, but you'll pay through the nose. Absolutely. Yeah. And we were about, oh, top of my head, I think about 10 rows back. Yeah. Center. Yeah. I can see Pep. Yeah. I mean, no problem. Yeah. Um, PSG. I, I think PSG has more history, man. It's it's unfortunate what's happened to him. And, and I mean, they have history being this, you know... I mean, they have history being the only club in Paris, really. Okay. Okay. In the top division, they won the Europa League or the UEFA Cup, as it was called at the time. At one yeah. point, 
But PSG, largely inconsequential. Like, even, I mean, like, they lived through Marseille being the biggest team in Europe at one point. They were Marseille's big rivals. But even at the time when, you know, like Lyon had just ended a long period of domination. Um, and the, the title bounced around a little Dude, bit. Dude, was it nine years in a row? No, it, was, it wasn't that long. I think no? I believe it was seven years in a row. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, which is still impressive ridiculous. Shit, yeah, It's impressive shit. Yeah. Fuck. For, for like a small club that didn't just get a huge boost of money and just start buying players yeah. like crazy. No, it is, it's incredible what they did. I... A lot of people are sensitive about that, and as a Marseille supporter, it's hard. But no, Lyon, what Lyon did uh, for that span was incredible. Yeah, no. Um, so if we look at the lineup, because this, I, I, at the end of the day, in this group, it's either PSG or City finishing top, but they're going to finish one two. Yeah, they're finish one and two. It's going to be very close. Um, Agreed. Uh, Messi makes his debut at um, the Parc des Princes. Le Parc des Princes is their stadium. Um, exactly, exactly. Uh, I, yeah, I don't, I don't know if he's. I, 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 I was that his first match at Le in Parc Champions League. Let me clarify. Oh, in Champions yeah, League. Yeah, sorry, like, sorry. I thought, I thought he had in played Champions a league, league match yeah, there already. Yeah, yeah, in Champions League. Sorry. Um, they walk out with like their Jordan outfit. You know I, what I mean? I, you know, as much as I want to hate. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> it, is, it is kind of awesome yeah. having that. They're but like, I, I think what confuses me a bit is that they still have the basketball design around the shorts yeah, and stuff, I, I right? I kind of like that. Yeah? <laughs> I kind of like that. Because yeah, they're, they're doing like, it differently. Like, I'm I, like, they should be longer. Those should be longer shorts. Yeah, they should be longer. You no, know, with that design. It is very much the basketball it's, style, yeah. like with the thing around. Yeah, that's like an the old trim school. or whatever it's, it's called. It's kind of like a retro basketball yeah. look. And with like, yeah, and I like... You know, honestly, and I gotta say, and I've looked at again for a guy who hates PSG. I, I I've looked at the line of Jordan stuff that they put out with just it says Paris on it and stuff in and like Yo, the tank tops and everything. Yeah. Like it's it's you you got Jordan, yeah. which is already like a style and tastemaker in the U.S. with their influence of basketball, and that means you're a style and tastemaker all over Absolutely. the world. You have never seen the Jordan brand on a soccer shirt, and it's almost like Paris has this like exclusive. They've got like a whole line of products, Jordan products, just specifically for them. And it is um, incredible. It is is really kind of the next step in elevating them yeah. as a bigger brand. And now they got Leo Messi and everything. Like it's I uh, you know, I can't I can't knock it. It's incredible. It's incredible. Yeah. Um they still suck. <laughs> Merci. Merci. Do I see it? I remember some. Every once very in a while, good, you know, I have, good, I have yeah. some moments. I have Obvious. some moments. Yeah, yeah. Look, at the end of the day, what we just discussed is what money can buy you, man. Oh, money yeah. and good and good marketing teams. I'm just know. saying, like they've they've done like the the Jordan collab Absolutely. was a stroke yeah. of genius Absolutely. by Nike. I'm sure this stuff is flying off the shelves, and they have like this exclusive that I'm sure a lot of other clubs are looking around, sponsored by Nike. Say, well, why why do I still need the same? Kit all the other Nike clubs are wearing. Yeah, true. Why can't I have Jordan? No, yeah. no, that's only for PSG, yeah. right? Like they'll hang up, be like, nah. Like, Sorry, nah, fam. Nah, nah, you know nah, what I mean? Nah, nah. But but I'll, I'm gonna put this in. I'm gonna plug this in. PSG might have Jordan, but Liverpool has LeBron. Liverpool has LeBron, baby. Minor 
Uh, no, sorry. Is, is it minor uh, owner? What do you call it's it? Minority. 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 Thank he, you. he has a minority stake minority. in Liverpool Football uh, Club. Yes. I've had a couple of beer. Listen, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> minority owner in Liverpool. Yeah. He shows up. He tweets. We got LeBron, baby. We do have LeBron. But LeBron does not have his own line. LeBron is, I believe, a Nike athlete, if I'm not mistaken. You're in my house. Don't be disrespectful. <laughs> okay? You're in my house. <laughs> you, did, you, you do realize Liverpool is a club who wore those Warrior shirts. I sent you pictures of that shit. You looked at one of the ugliest kits in the history of football. You said, you know what? I actually like that one. I didn't mind And I thought words. to myself, he really loves Liverpool to say that. Oh, he my He really goodness. loves them because that is a horrific kit. Coming from this, this is me, who, when Balotelli joined, I thought, yes, Super Mario's here. I even tweeted, I'm, I'm pretty sure I found it in my memories on my Facebook. You know, super excited. You know, Balotelli kind of thing. And look how disastrous that was. Hey, I love Balotelli. He had a good stint at Marseille. I love him too. Yeah. I love him too. But let's not pretend like he did good, you know, did good work for Liverpool. That's no, because he did great work for Liverpool. <laughs> Listen, that, that's a, a conversation for another for another <laughs> pod. We, we, that's, a, that's an intense What were we talking about again? Porto? We're, oh, PSG. <laughs> we're talking PSG. PSG. <laughs> uh, we're talking PSG because, listen... Um, Man City is a, is a very good team. You know, uh, you got Kevin De Bruyne. You have Pep Guardiola leading them. You know, um, Ederson. Ederson's good. You know, people debate. Yeah. Who's, who's the better goalie, Ederson or Allison? You know what I mean? Like, that's up for debate. And I, I that's that's fair. Um, but I think this was a moment to prove um, what the, 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 the quality that money can buy you and who will come on top. Yeah. And... Um, Jay, I must admit, despite the scoreline, and and it's a it's a fair scoreline. I'm not I'm not questioning that. Um, City held their own. I think City yeah. held their own for a lot of parts. I think of the they game. did. I think they did more to create opportunities yeah. in this match. I think PSG just said, "Look at our front three. We'll hit you on the counter." Uh, I also think that Verratti had, oh, he's as always, an incredible game. Marco, I, I, that's, Marco the, that's the only. That's the only thing. That I have taken from the rise of PSG, that I've, I I I kind of like that other people are getting to see this player who mm. like not a lot of people mm. did, and I, it honestly, and again, I hate that he plays for Paris, but he is a fantastic player. We said so many nice things about him when he finally, um, I think in the last group stage for a match for Italy showed up. Um, I, I said, look at this guy, he's he's incredible. Everyone who likes football should be watching him and deserves to see a player like this. And he was incredible in this game. Idrissa Gueye was very good in this game. You know what? I want to I want to come to that point. Yeah. Um, I don't rate him. I, I you know I, I don't rate, him, but he showed me yesterday that he can play. Yeah. He's I, a good I you know what? Full credit. Um, and he he's tough because he, he that is. that stamp from De Bruyne. Ooh. I know he got the ball. Yeah, first. Want, I know he did. But he also put his full. I like shin high, shin high. Yeah, man. he he literally. I don't even know how he managed to line his foot up that perfectly to get his all of his studs f- clamping down on Gia's yeah. leg, pushing it with the foot leverage all the way to the ground. He could have broken his shin there. I, it I was think, a horrible tackle. He should have been straight red in his suspension. I think KDB gets away with it because it's KDB. Yeah, I, I agree. But I, yeah. And, and it's Idrissa Gueye. Oh, who cares? But yeah. it, it was it was a horror tackle. It could have ended so badly. Idrissa Gueye got up and just carried on. I was shocked. 
because um, that was really, really bad. And I can't. He escaped, I think, with a yellow card. Yeah. That's a red yeah. card all day. There's no way that's anything less than a red card. I he should have gone back to look at the screen because that's a red card. Yeah, that's that's definitely um, a point of view that I can get behind. Um, again, the winning of the ball is really it's that's where people like who say yellow's good might be able to kind of have have have. Um, a point of view on it you know may have a point um but i definitely think that that's that's bookable and should have been sent off yeah that's, um, that, that, that's no that's sending off i mean like again we're talking about the last time i said yeah if harvey ellie got hurt that bad then yeah strike deserves this yellow uh, his red card and then yeah. he maybe appeals the ban and they said yeah you know what in retrospect it wasn't that bad maybe no ban but the red card he really got hurt this one sure yeah, gay didn't have to be stretchered off but he could have well broken his shin I mean, I don't know how anybody looks at that and says that's not a straight yeah, red card. True. Sure, he won the ball. Yeah, okay. Uh, if, if I'm coming up on you and I poke the ball away and punch you in the face at the same time, <laughs> uh, you're gonna tell me that I, I got the ball? Like, uh, yeah, that's like it's a horror tackle. That's a Absolutely. red card. Absolutely. I, 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 yeah, I can, I can agree with that. No. Um, but going back to Verratti, man, and I have done that. Yeah, <laughs> co-ed. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen, let's, let's take a minute to appreciate Varati. I know you, you touched up, uh, upon it a bit. Um, top of my head, I don't know what club he came from when PSG got Parma. Him. Parma, I think. Okay. Do they still exist? Oh, yeah. Which one, which one does that? Is I'm, it I'm, Palermo? That doesn't, which one doesn't exist? I can't remember. God, now I'm thinking it's Palermo. Is it? Yeah, which one? Are, anyway, uh, there's one that's like freaking in administration. I don't know. I think they liquidated, if I'm not mistaken. God, um, I'm dumb. He came from Pescara. That's the that was my next guess. Yeah, it was that was a series C. I don't know. Actually, it I don't is, know where they are. Absolutely, um, was Piscata. So, listen once again. Listen, sometimes we do this on the fly, Kippers, and this is one of those situations. So we apologize for misleading you. Um, that's just a legal thing I had to say. You do have you to say I mean? that because we lied to them. Yeah, <laughs> I was I was so sure it was Parma, and you know what? And I was thinking like this was it the P, same club as. Javier Pastore, but now I'm starting to think that was was that Palermo as well. Yeah, yeah, pa, uh, Pastore was from Palermo. Yeah, it was, yeah it was, that's it was for Palermo, sure. Yeah, uh, I I remember that. Um, so yeah, this kid Verratti is, you know, he builds, he wins tackles, he's he's calm on the ball, he can make a pass. You know what I mean? He's he's so good. He's so fucking good. Yeah, complete midfielder. Yeah, absolutely. Now, that being said. What is PSG missing, in my opinion, after watching this game? And, and you know, uh, I am someone who appreciates Messi. I've made it no secret. Um, therefore, by default, I watch a little more PSG now. You know what I mean? I've watched it in the past. I'm not saying, Like I'm not, many people do. Ex- exactly. Exactly. The difference between me and, 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 and the masses That's what happens when you get a superstar. I won't buy a jersey. I won't buy anything like that. I just look to appreciate. Just like... I watched... Uh, that Jordan looks good, though. Yeah, I know. Fuck, man. But uh, I can't do that. I can't do that. <laughs> no. You know what I mean? That's uh, Although Marseille's coming out with some nice jerseys, man. Yeah, play. I mean, they do. But I will say this. Puma really just... It's like a lot of the other companies gives the same shit to yeah. everyone. And then Templated shit. You get your brand of it. Yeah. And, uh, anyway. It's like... I, I can't remember which player it was. I think it was in the Turkish League. He went to go kiss his badge. And then he realized this Puma shirt didn't have a badge. Marseille has those shirts, too. <laughs> I, I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. They were wearing those. I'm like, I hate this. I hate uh, But this. it's all about the money. Some of the creativity goes why, out the window. Why can't we have Jordan? Why can't we have nice things? Honestly, a, le coq sportif. Give us Kappa. I would love Kappa. Fuck, 
Kappa is some retro Ka- shit right Kappa, there. All of the Kappa I stuff. I respect that. Aston Villa stuff, amazing. Napoli, yeah. amazing. The Kappa stuff always looks good. My only beef with Kappa is that you guys pretty much tripled your prices on shit. Double your prices on shit since the days of like, you know, high school, what is it, 03, 02? Oh, when the track suits with the exactly. bands Exactly. Now yeah. you can get some shit nicely for like a gold full track suit for maybe 100 bucks. Yeah. Now you get the pants for like 150. Yeah. It's insane. Yeah. It's a, Anyway. I should have kept that shit. Instead, I didn't. I was going to say, at the same time, you look at stuff that like Nike's putting out and like what they're charging for things is absolutely insane, too. Well, that's just it. Can we can we do a little sidebar here? Can we do a little sidebar? Why are these soccer companies couching us? No. <laughs> <laughs> My I, sidebar is more this. than a sidebar for that. Listen, listen, listen. All right, Kippers. If if you don't want to hear any, something that's not soccer related. Hostways breakdown of inflation. That, no, no. We already went through this, man. I'm not qualified to give this. We went through this. Get Kat down here immediately. <laughs> Katarina. <laughs> listen, listen. It came out um, that Lululemon is going to sponsor Team Canada. You're kidding. Olympics. Olympics. Now this, now, top of my head, I can't, oh, damn it. I can't give you figures. I don't know how much the Bay and all them charged and stuff like that. But I feel like we are now if you want to wear something Team Canada related for the Olympics, uh, you're not going to have to pay 70 bucks for a t-shirt. You know what I mean? I'm, re- I'm really concerned about this uh, in terms of affordability. I- I- am I overreacting? Um, first of all, first of all, all right. as one of those guys that everybody talked about on Twitter was complaining about the cost of the new Nike Team Canada jerseys. Sorry, I'm not even going to talk Olympics yet. Yeah. The Bay you totally dismissed Ro- what I said. But Root- no, no, sorry. Roots yeah. was really horribly expensive. Roots was incredibly expensive stuff too, if you recall. Mm-hmm. It still is. The Hudson's Bay, I think the Team Canada line, it was probably a little bit less expensive, but still not cheap. I also want to go back to, I said on this podcast that I ordered a Nike soccer, the black yeah. Nike soccer jersey. Speak your mind. The, the, yeah, the black Nike soccer jersey. I got the like the actual one, not the replica one. Yeah. A Jonathan David, they were on pre-order. After, own. after two weeks, there were 250 plus tax. Holy shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So 290 after everything, it's all said and done. They canceled the order. And they were like, oh, we didn't have any stock. I'm like, yeah, it's a pre-order. <laughs> They're like, yeah, no, we know. Now, now we have them in stock, you can order. And if you have them in stock now, why does the website now say they won't ship before October 20th? They're a disaster. They don't have any of the women's shirts. That's actually gotten attention from CBC. Canada Soccer. And you, you, I talked to them. They said, it's not our problem. Talk to Fanatics and Nike. They don't care. They're not going to do anything. So, honestly, if Lululemon's going to step in, I'd rather deal with them than Nike at this point. Um, That's is, is it going to be expensive? It's going to be expensive. But Lululemon is a Canadian company. I feel like Lululemon also has way better customer service. So if I feel like you order a Team Canada Olympics thing and then you go to Lululemon and say, hey, there's a problem with my order, I guarantee you Lululemon customer service is going to actually look into it um, if you send it. Unlike Team Canada where they send you to deal with Fanatics, who I believe is based out of China, some sort of distributor for Nike. Nike doesn't care. Um, and, and they're telling you basically take a hike. We're, we're not doing anything to fix it. Um, I know Tom was sticking up for Canada soccer while I was completely ripping into them. This has not helped either that they, they, you know, are not producing women, uh, jerseys for the women are not able, don't care that, you know, their supplier isn't fulfilling orders for jerseys, um, at that price point. Um, it, it's just, you know, team. And again, 
I don't want to go back into it. We talked about Alfonso Davies and Jonathan David being the two big stars of soccer. One of them's there because of Edmonton Free Footy and then the Whitecaps Academy. The other one is there because he played Spalling to Louis Riel. Yeah. Canada's soccer had absolutely nothing to do with the development of the two biggest players in Sorted the Canadian out. program. Sorted out team. If it's, uh, nice Canada's camp. soccer. Yeah, Canada's soccer. Canada's soccer, yeah. We're putting you on blast here putting, on Kip. Exactly. And I'm going to say, you know what? It's going to be expensive to buy Team Canada stuff from Lululemon. Uh, and as long as they actually help us sort out getting the stuff and don't just leave us in the dark, um, more power to them. It's not like the other stuff is cheap to begin with. And it'll be stretchy. Oh, yes. It's, it's going to look good. We're going to look... You know what? Actually, when Team Canada rolls up to the Olympics, we're going to look good. You know what? I, I, okay, based on that, I can get behind it. It's the price point. Well, we'll see. We'll see. You know, I'll give them the benefit of the doubt. You don't know the price point yeah. yet. And like I said, I, don't, I, I just I don't. paid for a $250 Team yeah. Canada jersey that... True. They, they canned the order on me yeah. with no reason, and then they gave me a bullshit reason when it actually came to it. And so. it was going to be a trim fit, too. It was going to be athletic. Right. It was going to be the, the pro athlete fit. That's yeah. it, man. No yeah. less than you deserve. What am I doing the chin ups for if I'm not going to wear the <laughs> same? I want the same cut as Jonathan David. That's it. Might not have the quality, but I have the looks. Yeah. If I put on the jersey, I have the quality. Absolutely. <laughs> you know how many people I've seen out there who show up with the perfect tracksuits and all that to the games? And they're just as good as that tracksuit. Yes, exactly. exactly. Like, do, do you play for Inter Milan? I bet you play for Inter Milan. I do. Yeah, yeah. I was in the youth system. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah. But at this point, I think I, I should say, but I digress. Because are we getting back to the point? Is that, did I but use I, that problem? But I digress. Yeah. But I, I digress. Yeah. PSG 2, Man City 0. Yeah, I, I got I got two notes. De Bruyne red card. We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we did. Messi we did. finally scores. What a goal it was, too. But you know what? You know what it was, though? Actually, hold on. Before we get into that, before because I want actually, before 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 another before, sidebar. Yeah, and not just a little. Let's take a little step back here. People are going to turn this off at this point. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, I just I'm. We're here for the likes. By Jordan. Okay. <laughs> Listen, um, I think something that's missing from PSG is that transition player. They there is something really missing. Why? That, because their three very expensive forwards don't do any pressing. <laughs> it's you, it, but the thing uh, I find it really weird how. Like, there's only so much Verratti can do, and, and Gay is a different type of player. Um, Yo, no, Andrew Herrera. That's what I'm saying. Herrera's <laughs> there, too. So I feel to a certain extent, Pochettino is getting that midfield combination a bit wrong. I think that he's counting on the wing backs to do a lot. Hakimi. Yeah, and Hakimi's he, sick. And Hakimi I, is, yeah, is delivering all that. So, yeah, um, yeah I mean, there's, yeah. there's I, I think that there's an element of what you're saying that is... Is probably true. I think that Pochettino has his own ideas about how he's going to fill those yeah. gaps, and I think that yeah, the wing backs and Hakimi specifically plays into that. Kind of like Trent is, yeah. you know, like we were saying, talking about Trent. I'm like, you know, uh, with other right backs, you should be talking about Trent with KDB and you know other playmaking players. I because uh, that's what he is. But um, Trent's my boy. Yeah, Hakimi is you know um, contributes to the attack. Very what much a- like that. What an acquisition. I must admit, what an acquisition he is, man. Yeah. It's fantastic. Uh, he's very, very good. But I want to back you up on something. Ken Pepe is a liability, man. He's absolutely a liability. I don't... I he's don't, absolutely yeah. a liability. Yeah. He's an, he's atrocious. Yeah. He, he's, he's, he's honestly... He is probably football's greatest con man. You know, like they talk about those guys who would come and like convince you that they were like... You know somebody famous his brother and then yeah, yeah it happened in Newcastle I believe yeah it happened to, to a few there were a few of them there's a Brazilian guy there's an Italian guy and I think there was an African guy who did the same thing 
Um, but yeah, they, they, you know, they like that. That's what Kipembe is. He just grew up in Paris and somehow has convinced people that at least he fits in. And um, I, I don't know how this con is still holding up because he is a liability. He is terrible. Yeah, I, I saw. But I love it when he plays for Paris. Yeah, no. <laughs> just don't want to see him line up for France. <laughs> Listen, I think. Yeah, I, I, I saw that, and, and I told people, I'm just like, if there's going to be some attack coming from City, it's going to be from Kempepe and Nuno, because I don't know that kid that well. He, yeah, he, held, he held his own, he held his own, but I think there was a, some liability there. Um, but I do want to, uh, back to, to Messi, um, this goal he scored is just, it's what he does. You know what I mean? Like he'll carry the ball, pass it, lay it off to him, man. He's going to finish. So... Over the weekend, I, I was surprised a couple of the chances he did miss that were similar in, in not so much similar position, but like a little layoff and his little he's running onto it. The more um, I'm looking at it, and, and Kylian Mbappe seems to desperately be trying to get him the ball, even when it makes no sense for him to try to yeah. do that. Yeah, uh, and for me, Mbappe is still one of their. It is their attacking outlet. Yeah, he, he he's he's their best attacking yeah. option. Yeah. I, I know Messi is not probably messy anymore right like no yeah. but like it, the thing is is that if him if this is thank you captain obvious kind of statement but it like if him and mbappe click it's over man like yeah you give neymar his credit too because he did some carrying he did um some good passes and shielding of the ball because he has he's also really you know developed into it there's some flair there but he's also seems to have kind of evolved a bit as a footballer in in, in 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 the sense that like he works a little better with the team now you know from what i'm seeing but if that trio if that attacking trio clicks and continues to click um it's it's despite because cause i i think once the 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 holding midfielders and all that got the ball and their goal was just to pass it up and they pretty much said like go on have some fun do it yourself but they're good enough to do that yeah. That's what's scary. They're good enough to do that, but we'll see. We'll see how far that gets you. But uh, 2-0 against Man City, and I, uh, from a Man City point of view as well, I think they did well and were unfortunate to lose, but still a fair result. Yeah. Yeah, no. Um, I mean, if you don't score, you can't win. Yeah, they hit the post <laughs> twice. <laughs> twice the post in twice, one. but yeah. you, you got to finish. I mean, yeah. um, you know, will, will Guardiola be seeing a lot more of these frustrating results at the end of the year and thinking, should have brought a center forward? Could be. We'll see. Yeah. But one thing I have a little beef with is guess who was their scapegoat? Sterling. Who? Oh, they blamed it on Sterling? Again, really? Again, I saw social media were blaming, blaming a lot on Sterling. Even that fucking loser, Liam Gallagher there from Oasis. Yeah. You know? Yeah, he was at the game. I saw that. You know, he was still kind of... Calling them out saying, like, certainly if you need me to teach you. I, I forget the exact quote, but it was pretty applying, like... I didn't watch the know. game closely enough to defend Raheem yeah. in this case, but um, given that he wasn't given nearly enough credit for his contribution to England's run yeah. to the, the Euro final, um, it wouldn't surprise me that they're taking every opportunity to take pot shots at him. Yeah. Um, one thing I want to kind of... and ignore, I've been ignoring how absolutely useless Harry Kane has been this year. Yeah. What do you mean? He's England's fucking darling. Yeah, no, I know. Did they? Are they? When are they going to knight him? Did they knight him yet? They gave sure, him a sure, M- yeah. MBE or something. I don't know what that yeah, is. Yeah, they, yeah. they gave him some sort of fucking award. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was a little side note. Um, 
Damn it, I lost my train of thought. I was going to say, uh, oh, yes, 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 yes. Jack Grealish. Listen, listen, Jack, listen. You're good. Listen, Jack. I know you're listening. Listen. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, because I know he listened to me when he was at Aston, Aston Villa. Yeah. I know he did. So I'm going to assume that money didn't get to his head and he's still listening to Kip. He's a Kipper. I consider him a Kipper. Hashtag Kipper. Right? <laughs> Hashtag Kipper for yeah. life. For <laughs> listen, Jack, um, you carry the ball well. Mm. Uh, you have calves the size of my fucking head. Good is calves. that big? That's a big head. I guess. I guess. I mean, you have a big head compared to a calf. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your head is bigger than the average calf. Yes, I would so, hope so. So what? What? I, what I'm trying to say is that, like, stop diving so much, man. Mm. There, there's opportunities we can stay on your feet and you can still control. Like, there, you're diving. You yeah, know, I, it, I, it's, it's not. But Jay, it's not that he gets clipped and he goes down. He's just if he gets bodied. You know what I mean? Like shoulder to shoulder, if the, the defender uses his body to take the ball away from him, he just fucking dives. And I'm sorry, stop being such a prima donna and stay on your feet and and, and body him back. You're strong enough to do it. Yeah. And I think that's really frustrating for me. I mean, I, I, in defense of Jack Grealish, I know uh, maybe not last season, the season before, either last season or the season before, he was the most fouled player Absolutely. in the Premier League. I, but again, I don't know if that's the case, but I know what you're talking about. The eye test does. Yeah. I think that, again, probably as a result, that's been baked into his game now where he's just going to go down easier because he knows he's being fouled. Um, but we shall see. And I think also there's, there's you know, a double... There, there are two sides to that argument as well in that, like, okay, well, is he the most fouled player because he just goes down a lot and gets a lot of calls? I don't know. We shall yeah. see. Yeah. I know the same thing happened with um, Hazard. But Hazard, Hazard was a different because he got fouled a lot more. Yeah, Hazard got fouled a lot. And the thing with Hazard was he stayed on his feet exactly, a lot for it. Exactly. So Hazard, when he got the foul came in, frequently he was still on his feet, but like the, the play had completely been. St- I think in his first game for Chelsea, I and mean, he won a penalty, and he didn't like dive or flop yeah, yeah. or anything. But I mean, he was absolutely fouled. I mean, yeah, so. and that's and this is where my frustration comes from because. His style of of dribbling is ha- hazardous, hazardisk, hazardous, has, has, hazardous, <laughs> hazardous. <laughs> it's hazardous, but it's also hazardesque. Yeah, hazardesque, and so um, and, and then I that's that's my comparison. That that's my comparison. When 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 he is when you have players like Hazard who stay on their feet, you same thing with with Messi. You know what I mean? Yeah. When he gets fouled, he still stays on, tries to continue, but Jack Grealish just. Gives up and goes down and then complains. And, 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 and what, what what drives me nuts, too, is that when you yeah, have... It's the complaining, play, isn't it? It's, it's, it's not actually the going down. It's it, the complaining. And you know he's capable of so much more. That's yeah. what drives me, drives me nuts. And that's what's frustrating for me. So that that little rant comes from just like a, a, a football fan. You know what I mean? It's Who, funny because if you see a guy and there's not that much contact and he goes down in the box. But if he doesn't wave his arms around and yell at the ref, you don't actually make much of it. It's usually when that happens and then you start to say, oh, shut up. You know, there wasn't that much yeah. contact. You're full of it. It's like, what was it? Uh, uh, was it uh, Mobile? <laughs> the Euro 2, like going down in pain. And then exactly. he sees they scored and he gets up and runs back to the side. Exactly. Like, like stuff like that yeah. will piss you off. But um, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, if you, if you just kind of, okay, whatever. You tried to win the penalty and you get back up. That's not the end of the world, but when it's more than that, it's, it gets pretty annoying. 100%. So, 
that leaves us with let's let's move on quickly because we're now we're not the fifty five yeah, minute. We're gonna mark, we're gonna we're gonna lightning round the rest yeah, of these games. We're gonna, so um, notable results you want to talk about? Anything comes to mind here? Um, Atletico Milan. I will yeah, say Raheem it. Diaz definitely looked dangerous in the first half yeah. at least. I thought he was good. And the other thing, very unfortunate for Luis Suarez is penalty. Um, it was it was, it was a suspect. A bad call. It was a suspect penalty. From what I saw, it looked like Lemar pushed, pushed the ball with his arm onto, onto Kalulu's arm, and then they gave him the penalty. I'm like, I it think it's strange. a it's a. I, I think the the Weird. first contact was Lemar. Strange, so strange call. Either you call nothing or you call a free yeah. kick for Milan. Yeah. But instead, it's a match-deciding penalty right at the death. And exactly. I, it, it was weird. And I, I don't know if... Did he go check the VAR? I don't know if he did. But anyway, all this to say, kind of unfair. I think yeah. that, um, you know, Milan looked good in the first half. Atletico probably looked better in the second. And uh, I think a 1-1 would have been a fair result. Unfortunately, some bad officiating ended up giving uh, um, all three points to Atletico. Not to mention Kiesa's uh, red card. You know, I mean, it was yeah, Kessier. Yeah, I thought Kessier, you said sorry. Yeah, it was Frank very. Kessier, it yeah. was super soft. I, I I saw the replay. I'm just like, that I, is. So the problem there is, I didn't see the first foul. Um, right. True. I I, I, didn't I see agree the first with that. Foul. I saw the second foul. I don't have a big issue with being bookable. Yep. I think that I see your point in that you think it's a bit soft for a yellow, but. I mean, I mean, I don't. I, I again, I I wouldn't. It, it's one of those where I'm really on the line. I if it's not given, I'm okay. If it is given, I'm okay. Uh, so, yeah. And then yeah, then you when you see that that resulted in being his second yellow so early in the match, yeah. then that foul starts to look like what well, really you're sending him off for that. Um, whereas as far as it, it was it worth a yellow card? Uh oh, it it can be. Yeah. It can be. I just I don't I don't feel that strongly one way or the other. Um, one more one I want to talk about is RB Leipzig. Yeah. Uh, listen, Jesse March is a little bit under under the fire here, man. So he recently took over that team, right? He came from Salzburg. Yeah. Uh, kept it in the the Red Bull uh, family, and right now, uh, domestically he has two wins, one draw, three losses, and he just lost two one to Club Rouge. Okay, so. Um, Listen, I, I know there's a lot of pressure on him. Um, he's a good coach. Uh, he's American. Um, but RB Leipzig is, is, tends to have decent results, right? So it's really... But let's keep in yeah, mind... They're, they're a good, well-funded team. Yeah. You know, and yeah. they benefit from a, almost a, pretty much a player-sharing agreement with Salzburg. Yeah. Um, who uh, who handed who turned in a good win in the Champions League? Absolutely. So that that's that's interesting there. So just kind of want to point that out that yeah. Jesse March should be feeling a bit of pressure uh, to to get some some wins because he's not looking too too good right now. Uh, we already spoke about uh, Real Madrid and Sheriff. Um, Dortmund beat Sporting. Okay, so let's move on to today. Um, oh, let's talk UV Chelsea. That's a big one. You beat Chelsea? Yeah, I mean, like, for me, I, I don't have much to say about this one. Um, it was a good win for Juventus. It was, it was a one nothing win. I don't know that there's anything terribly notable about this one. No, I, I think what I want to point out is that Kies is a hell of a player. Yeah, he's a good player. Yeah. He's a good player. He's a good player. Um, I don't see him at UV for too much longer, in my opinion. I think he'll make an EPL move. I mean, it depends on what he wants. I don't know, man. Italian players like to stay at home. Also true. Also freaking true. Yeah. Um, 
but that's a big result because you know it, those are the giants of that group, right? Mm-hmm. UV and, and Chelsea. So um, it's a good result at home to, to Chelsea. Yeah, no, it, it it would be nice for Chiesa, I think, to leave and be successful elsewhere. But um, I mean, I'm, I'm trying to think of the Italian team that just won the World Cup. Verratti plays uh, at PSG. Donnarumma now plays at PSG. Um, uh, Jorginho is an import, uh, but he plays for Chelsea. Yeah, I, I don't. Uh, yeah, Emerson Palmari again. He's an import. He played for Chelsea. There's yeah, like a, a lot of the actual like born and raised Italian guys, they don't really leave. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of they kind of just yeah they, they 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 play in Italy and they get paid well there and I don't know what it is. Um, they stay there. Um, Immobile has spent some time in Dortmund, played well, he did. scored goals, yeah. scored goals, and then came right back to see. Yeah, he wasn't in Dortmund for that long, yeah. so. Um, I think there's only two games left to quickly touch on. Um, actually, probably three. Nah, you know what? Dortmund, uh, Dortmund, uh, Bayern smash uh, Dynamo Kiev 5 0. Yeah. Um, I went on a bit of rant, Jay, before we started recording about uh, the, the, the European Super League and how uh, Barcelona's lost, uh, Real lost, and then I saw a couple of Dortmund, uh, Bayern supporters like saying, like, oh, these are the Super League guys. But I'm just going to say quickly, um, get off your high horse. Uh, despite your club being ran really well and, and all that stuff, you're still in a league where you clean up. You clean up your competitors' best players. Um, you, you should know that where you got Lewandowski, where at one point we got Gotza, uh, Hummels. You know what I mean? Let's, let's pretend like you guys, don't are, you guys aren't a, a power. You guys aren't a Super League member within the Bundesliga because you guys clean up everybody. You, you took Leipzig's uh, coach, uh, captain, you know what I mean, without even blinking. You know, So in, in what other league do you see that happen? I don't, top of my head, none. So um, it's like you're sitting there with four quarters laughing at the guy with the loony. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's the same, it's the same shit. Um you ain't no saint. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. Say about that. That's all I got. Yeah. No. I. I would say that. Well, I mean, like, I think the counterpoint there, and I mentioned it earlier too, was just that when you choose not to join the Super League, and when you are the one big team, and you know you choose, oh, I'm going to continue to play domestically in German football. Well, you bring a part of your revenue to all the other teams rather than abandoning yeah, sure. the German division or re- like removing the one team that is. Um, you know, kind of, I guess, the pride of German European football. Um, so anyway, um, and it's, it's probably the, the, the graduating. Like, if anybody goes on to be a world superstar, they've got to go through Bayern Munich mostly. Yeah. So uh, any German players, anyway. So yeah. That's just, that's that's my little little side rant there. Um, about the game, I guess uh, Lewandowski. Lethal pure He's finisher. It again. He gets a chance. I mean, is is there anything yeah. more certain than a goal when you see Lewandowski get a clear chance? Um, it, yeah. it, it's almost a certainty. Uh, Nakbi's goal, holy power! I don't know if I've ever seen a ball kick that hard. Um, I, when it happened in real time, I watched. It, I was like, I be, I could barely follow it with my eyes. It was so hard. Um, Nero Sane scores that weird goal from the corner. I don't know if he meant it, but. If he yeah, did, that's what they were saying. Hats like, off, to sure. Him. Yeah, yeah. Hats off. S- Sunny is an interesting guy. I think he's taking a little time to adjust back to yeah. it's, you know. But he's a player. Yeah, he's, he's a great player. player. And uh, 
my last note is just cameo appearance from uh, former Marseille player Bounassar off the uh, okay, uh, okay. Munich's bench. So, okay. I, yeah, I just want to give him a little shout out. Uh, What's up, Buna? Do your thing. <laughs> Buna! <laughs> we'll tag him so he listens. Sarf <laughs> Papa. Uh, um, let's jump over because this is the biggest results. Uh, no, sorry, not the biggest results, sorry. But a big result. Um, Benfica honestly dominated uh, Barcelona and ended up with a 3 0 result. Um, one thing I will say about Barcelona is that we, we spoke about this, but I'm going to call a, a Komen because he's not doing himself any favors. You, I understand your team's depleted. I understand you're working with, um, it's, it's a new generation rebuild. The, the club is heading in a different direction. I get it. You know, from, from what they're, they're used to, they can't, they don't have the spending uh, power anymore, but you're not doing yourself any favor with your team selection. Get over it because Eric Garcia fucking sucks. He's not a good fucking player. Jay, I, I know I know it's harsh, but he's not a good fucking player, man. Oh my god, you have Um Titi on the bench. Yeah. You have uh Lung Lei on the bench. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a World Cup winner. You you I get I get you're 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 going you're going to die on this hill. You know, you don't like them. It's fine. You want to play total football always. Where, by getting fucking Luke De Jong. No disrespect, Luke, but it's just not the player that fucking yeah. uh, Barca needed. I, you know, it's funny because I also came out of the... Like around the 10th minute uh, when Pedri puts him in and he shoots. And everybody's like, how did he not score that? I will say there, in defense of Luke De Jong, what a slide tackle. <laughs> and the guy slid out yeah. and stuck his foot upward because this is the thing you think to yourself how often do we rag on strikers yeah. for trying to put it up upstairs or do this or that it's unnecessary. no just make the simple finish just put the ball clearly on target and that's what he did there which was what you want them to because imagine if he would have skied that that would have looked yeah, even worse yeah, exactly you just Je- want them to Jekyll style Jekyll you, tends to do that yeah you just want to put the simple ball and he did somehow Somehow Benfica's defender came up with this miracle slide tackle, uh, and then awkwardly the ball bounces around, and then he ends up getting in the way of Pedri's shot. So, but I mean, like, I, you know, and I get, you know, I was just ragging on Diego, Diego Jota, but I, 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 I can't in good conscience say this is entirely on him. It was like literally just. The recipient of some, you know, weird luck on that yeah, play. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I, I, I agree. He is not like, he's not the center forward that should be playing at Barca. But uh, when Barca have no money, what are you going to do? But the thing is, is that like it was, yes, they don't have no, they don't have money. I, I get that. But you don't, they're, you're in the bargain bin. There are better bargains than fucking Luke to Joe. That, that's the thing. There are better bargains. Uh, mind you, they still have, um, Sergio Aguero to come back. God knows what kind of fucking dumpster fire he's gonna walk into. Um, but what what I'm thinking, what I'm thinking with the team selection and stuff like that is that Coleman needs to rely on the senior team, the senior players to kind of uh, steady the ship. But at one point they had like a 17, 18, 17 year old. You know what I mean? They had it was all teenagers and the kids. You know what? I'm not gonna. Th- I don't like to write off kids, but. Like, you have to understand that there has to be a balance. And then if, if you select some of the senior players that you think can pull it off, you know, without any bias, then the onus is on these senior players to, to step up and, and lead um, 
even for this season, even like if, if the likes of, of, of Coutinho don't want to see this through, you know what I mean? Um, even PK, my, it seems like his body language tells me he's going to abandon ship soon. Um, they still see them through this season and not be fucking embarrassed like they are. But he, I mean, PK, I don't know about abandon ship. What does he know other than Barca, really? Um, True. I, I definitely agree. I mean, unless he wants to go to the MLS goal. or something like that yeah. and just see how the, the, the slow as shit. Just, I don't know if he'll do well. As, I, I don't know. But that that being that being said, like I just again, I I think my my biggest point here is that like yes, Coleman, we, we can seek excuses. We can we can tell the media this is what we are now. But at the same time, your team selection is not helping you, man, yeah. at all. And if and quite frankly. Fire this guy. I don't like. I understand it's gonna cost. No, seriously, Jay. The thing is, is like it will cost Barca money. I get it, and maybe they can't afford it. But so. that's the bottom line for them. Yeah, you know, it, whatever it this dumpster fire of a season is, let's just get through without spending yeah. too much money. But like, I don't even like. How low can you go? I know rock bottoms, rock bottom, but but I mean they're they're what like second in La Liga right now. Yeah, domestically they're and they got like okay. a game in they're hand. Like, yeah. yeah, you know what? They might crash out of the Champions League in the group stage. That sucks. But, I mean, is bringing in a new coach going to guarantee they make it past? I, I think they can get I, I think they can get by with a new philosophy. I, I def, I'm a firm believer in that, that they can get by on a, on a better philosophy. But your issue is not the philosophy of play. It's more the selection. True, true. Uh, but that comes with the selection. The selection is able to, to kind of implement the philosophy, right? Yeah. And, and I think... That the football they're playing now is just I don't get it. You know what I mean? And and well, yeah, I mean it's, well, it's going to be interesting. It's, to, it's, to be fair, and I mean like not that I disagree with everything you're yeah. saying or anything. Like that. I'm just saying to play devil's advocate. Let's yeah, also course. point out that like like you said, yeah. Aguero is not back. Usman Dembele is injured. Martin Brathwaite's out right now. You know, bet yeah. you he would love to count on Martin Brathwaite right now. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, like there, there, there are. MCC might not be match fit. He's been injured for quite some time. I don't know how much time he's got under his belt. Um. Yeah, Eric Garcia. They just bought him, so it's like, well, they're gonna play him and try to give him time to get up to speed. It's not good enough. Yeah. I, Sorry. <laughs> no, I I agree. I mean, I don't know how much time he got at City, but. The, the, well, we, we spoke about this a bit off air. I think the reason why um, City wanted to re-sign him is because they wanted to get maybe get some money off of him. But he's not good enough. His decision making, he's slow. He just it's it's not there, and um, it's really there. I don't think I don't want to say that Barca is in crisis mode. Um, They've been in crisis mode. Yeah, for like I, two years now. I, I think I and 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 can we. And I know, like, people know this, but can we give Messi a little bit of respect? Like, he is absolutely papered over the cracks and carried this this fucking Barcelona team this far. And let's take a break. A word from our sponsor. And we are back. Um, I hope you enjoyed that message from our sponsor. Um <laughs> Um, okay, so just to kind of wrap up the Barca thing, I think um, I, I think the big thing that, that bothers me the most about it is that they sh- they should have been able to get out of this group. It doesn't look like they're going to, unless they change things around, uh, which they still can. But financially, their goal was to get into the round 16 and then go out. You know what I mean? Good. Get in Champions League, 
go out round sixteen or or, or, or the or the the quarterfinals or some shit. You know what I mean? It's the, the goal shouldn't be win the champions because that's not realistic. Um, but get out of the group, yeah. Exactly. Just get that money. Keep getting yeah. that money, right? Yeah. Uh, so to see this kind of performance, it's is I think it's it's pathetic and definitely need to give their head a shake because yeah, credit to Benfica. Take nothing away from Benfica. Great okay? performance. That that uh, Darwin kid, he's a good player. Darwin Nunes, I think his name is Nunez, or uh, he's a good player. Um, there's rumor, my sources tell me that um, uh, Brighton almost signed him for 35 mil, and he's a young kid. Interesting, right? Yeah, so, I, I heard, honestly, I didn't really know much about him. Yeah, I know it was good. Didn't know much about that, but uh, my Benfica friends have informed me informed me as such. Um, so uh, good for Benfica, bad for Barca, embarrassment. I don't see Coleman making it to Christmas. You know what I mean? If he makes it to Christmas, I would be shocked, to be honest. But what saves him, like you previously mentioned, was the domestic form. Yeah, I was going to say, the domestic form's okay. Let's see where he is by match day four in the Champions League. Yeah. Um, my other notes about this match are just, no penalty for Depay. Uh, Depay sorry, He steps yeah. on the defender's foot, in my opinion. That's, what yeah. I, that's how I saw it. I completely forgot that Adil Tarapt was at Benfica. So, glad to see he's still playing soccer. I, I Holy like him. Holy crap. Is that the QPR guy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Adil Tarapt. The guy who celebrates. He would QPR. celebrate, he would celebrate yeah, by putting a fez yeah, on his head? Yeah. 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 He was born oh, in Morocco, but he moved, to, uh, he moved to France when he was young. Yeah. 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 yeah he played for France under... No. Under 17. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> under 17 and under 19 French international, and yeah. then he plays for Morocco. Yeah. Um, Pedri looked like he was out to make things happen. That is my yeah. other note about the match. He had that great through pass for Luke De Jong, and and he uh, he had a, he set up a few other opportunities. He had I think a few shots that he just dragged a bit wide, but um, yeah, he looked like he was out there to make things happen. Yeah, uh, yeah, agreed. Um, so we'll see how this group finishes. Um, okay, last match we're going to talk about um, Man United Villarreal. Um, Welcome to the Ronaldo Show. Yeah. It's, Hasn't done anything and then scores, uh, the, which is which is what they pay him for. But what I want to say, cometh the moment. Yeah, <laughs> cometh the man, <laughs> the Ooh. man. And there was only one man. His name is Ronaldo. Goodness gracious! Yeah, Ronaldo. You know what? Just despite my dislike here at Kip, <laughs> here at Kip, where where we we try to be as unbiased as possible and give credit where credits due. So, I like to credit. David the fucking hey for keeping yeah. them in the game. Damn good. Yeah. Okay. Damn good. Damn good performance for them. Holy crap. I remember back in the day, I, I can't remember what match I was watching, but social media blew up and they were just saying, David De Gea could save a PDF on a, uh, yeah, <laughs> on a, on a calculator. <laughs> listen, listen. There's a reason why he's been... Uh, I, don't oh, he's think, I don't think the previous of, year, but last couple of years he's been the player of, of, of the, the year for United. He, he is one of the best award. paid players in the Premier League, and there's yeah. a damn good... That's, that's, this match is exactly showed you exactly why. He went from looking like a young... What's his name? Oh, damn it. Uh, Robin Williams in Jumanji. You know that character that he plays when he first, when he first goes into Jumanji? And you see him, he's a little gay, looks like a little... Like, he just... That weird facial hair and comes out and looks like fucking a grown man making stops. You know, I, to a certain extent, put the team on his shoulder. You know what I mean? Like, because yeah. it, it's a combination of fantastic stops and Villarreal not finishing. You know what I mean? So, yeah, yeah. I would say also 
Diogo Dalo is going to have nightmares about Danjuma. Wow. Mm. He was, mm. that was a brutal, brutal experience mm. for him. Yeah. That's going to be, this is going to be one of these nights he never forgets. Or he's going to try to forget it, but he will never forget it. So, but Ronaldo ended up being clutch 2 1. <laughs> so harsh on Villarreal. But so can I also say, wow, Alex Telles, before we get to yes, Ronaldo. what a what a hit! Wow, what a hit. Good. Alex Telles, yeah, that's yeah. a good shot. Yeah. I, I must admit that. Um, another thing I want to say, and again, I put my bias because I love Liverpool and I and I hate United, but um, Bruno Fernandes is a good fucking player. But if you would stop crying for everything, man, I can maybe respect you a little more. Cries for everything. Oh my, you know what yeah. pisses me off is that he and then he has the audacity to tell a player to get up. Yeah, you know what I mean. Get up! He's complaining like, "What?" That's what the pissed me fuck? off about Gattuso, uh, and somebody just loved him because he did what he had to do. But he was the same thing. He was like a hard man, and he tackled and he yelled and hard. And then the next second, he was clutching himself and complaining. Yeah, absolutely, and, uh, yeah. It drove me absolutely insane. But uh, but yeah, I mean, those guys, you love them or you hate them. And I think I think you love them when they play for your club, and then you hate them when they don't. Yeah, they I, play I, against I you. I definitely agree. Yeah. Uh yeah. Before we wrap this up, because that that's pretty much covers everything we wanted, wanted to cover the big games and stuff we've gone over our, our 40 minutes that we aim for um i, w- I want to kind of touch on some social media here because why is it so bruno bruno fernandez missed that last minute penalty against uh, aston villa and then posted an apology it was like fucking five paragraphs dude you just it, missed a penalty you didn't yeah. need to it's not that and complicated this, and this is where uh, my my statement comes from like my, my i'm i'm confused he just missed a penalty. They are human. They, this happens. Why is it that they feel the need to apologize to fans? Probably because fans are overly critical of them on social media. And the media is probably unrelenting. And I mean, like, I don't know. This is the same thing, too. Bruno Fernandez missed a penalty to, that would have got them a draw. Um, you know, you ask me, what do you think of that? Oh, that's unfortunate. He usually scores penalties. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah. You know, I don't really care much for United. I, I, I really don't care much for Bruno Fernandez, but it, it doesn't really affect me that much. Mind you, when I saw them mix the video, Aston Villa's TikTok account with everybody dance now because the goalkeeper started doing a little dance oh, after, yeah, yeah, yeah. I laughed very hard yeah. and it was hilarious. <laughs> um, when I saw the memes that you know, synced it up with clips from a space rocket launch. I also laughed because I thought it was funny and I watched it a couple <laughs> of times and sent it to my friends. So like it, it, it's, it's, it's almost like even the people like me who would not go on and, you know, abuse Bruno Fernandez, um, you know, because whatever, who cares? He missed a penalty. Yeah. It might be, it, but it is still fun to have a joke about it. Absolutely. And, yeah. You know, and, and that's the thing, but I think, uh, there's a point where the jokes become pressure and then the actual outright criticism and probably threats and stuff like that, that are that these players have to live with uh, go way too far to the point where this guy thinks he needs to apologize to the fans for missing a penalty in a regular domestic league game. Yeah. I mean, like I make a slight this early in the season too. Yeah. When you make a mistake at work, like do you need to go on a PR campaign after like, no, absolutely. Like, well, I'm, it doesn't matter because you never make mistakes at work, but uh. <laughs> no one does. No one does, man. I'm telling you. No, but I, I see what you're saying. It is ridiculous yeah. that that they feel they need to do that. Yeah. And um, I hopefully mean, the abuse towards them hasn't been bad. I mean, 
It's, I don't think so. Like, I, I actually, I know. I well, he's a white know. guy playing yeah. the Premier League, so I assume that it's probably all very tame. Um, but yeah, I'm sure there is some of it that is awful, unfortunately. Yeah. So I just wanted to throw that out there to kind of finish it off. Like, calm down, guys. You don't feel the need. You don't. I hope you don't feel the need to apologize for every single thing. It's it's fucking nuts. You know what I mean? It's it's anyway. And then you have every single player commenting, "We're with you. We're with you. We're with you." <laughs> and you have uh, Delot, Delot, did I pronounce it right? Delo, yeah, Delot, yeah, Delot, saying his comment was hilarious. Um, someone took a screenshot of it and he wrote, "With you every day of the week," and everyone's just like, "Yo, he just comes here and just states a fact." You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like that, like yes. it's your job. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like, but it's like, I, I, I think it's um. It's uh, lost in translation. It, thank you. Yeah. Lost in translation. But it's just kind of funny. It was just like, yo, uh, Delosius nah. here dropping facts. I'm just with, dropping facts. Here, with you every day. No, and, you know, here, I will say this too. <laughs> let's also get to this. And I think yeah. this is the point that you were hinting at earlier yeah. saying, wow, I can't believe the absurdity of him feeling he needs to post an apology to Fed. Hopefully, hopefully the criticism is, hasn't been so bad. That it's affecting his mental health, yeah, and that he feels the need to do that Agreed. because, and that his his teammates all feel the need to chime in and support him publicly, um, because that would be really unfortunate. Uh, Absolutely, and, and and if he's going through that, hopefully, um, uh, he gets the help he needs and the support he needs. Yeah, it's it's almost like he preemptive, you know. What I mean, just in case this comes his way, I'm gonna post this. Uh, but yeah, fucking five five paragraph. I saw them. I'm like, I'm not gonna read all that. But that like clearly, this is crazy. <laughs> this is this is yeah. nuts. And I get okay. And can we? I, I, you know, again, like you mentioned, if there's anything uh, that's affecting mentally or anything like that, um, I hope he gets the help and yeah. mental health from from professionals to regular Joes is extremely important. So let's hope uh, there's support there. Um, yeah, it's funny too, and it's kind of like even I. Who am possibly critical of some players' performances? Never the, the players, but the performances on social media. I, I'm never actually critical of the players. The players got there and they're at that level. And they're so good. I, my criticisms are more like the fans. I'm like, why do you think this? Like Harry Kane. It's like I don't care about Harry Kane. Harry Kane can score or not score or whatever. I just don't understand why media and people are hyping him up so much. It's like it's almost a criticism is of that. Um, but I think that yeah, you definitely need to know that there's a line and not go too far because yeah, clearly some of these players are evidently some of these players are affected by it. It you now it makes me think of someone like Freddie Adu. What if? What if social media was what it was back then? How much oh, that I mean, would have fucking killed him? I mean, I and think it still social media him. still tore, yeah. tore him to shreds in the latter part of his career. Yeah, but it's just, it's crazy. Um, okay, but let, let's finish on a positive note. Um, how about Martinez's shithousery? Colleen Ronaldo, you take the penalty. You take the... Did you see that video? Before the Aston Villa penalty... Um, Ronaldo was standing there, and then uh, Martinez came out because you know the goalie and, and you know, hyping things up, and he was he was egging Ronaldo on take the penalty, go ahead, you take the penalty. I was just like, you know what, that's top class kind of like just banter, shit talking. You know what I mean? Listen, good, the, the, exactly the way I see it. Stephanie like, Labbe, that's what I'm talking yeah, about. Play look, mind games with them. Look, I, I, 
when you're the goalie and you're gonna you're going to try to stop a penalty, which is likely going in. Exactly, the odds are with the the forward, the attacker, right? So if you can put a little something out there, you know what I mean? Talk a little shit, try try to throw people off. Perfect. Do it, yeah. But it, for those people who haven't seen that video, it's it's worth it's worth watching. Well, for any, any of you guys, I mean, like yeah, and for a great example of that I would say also go go rewatch the penalties. Between Sweden and Canada for the Olympic gold medal in women's soccer, every single penalty taker that's walking up, Stephanie Labbe was walking up to her and saying something or standing in the way. The, the The referee was constantly telling her to go back and stand on the line, and she was like, "Whatever, no, I'm gonna be here." Yeah, yeah, yeah she exactly, was like, "Yeah, exactly. honestly, she was." She, and that's what happened. They were down early, yeah. and she completely got in their heads. Um, and 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 un, un, like honestly, it was one of the greatest displays of mind games that I've seen during penalties. Um, is is great, and so yeah, I, I love. I actually love seeing that because the goalkeepers are already at such a disadvantage. Disadvantage, exactly. You're letting yeah. the the players like slow down, take a step, do this, do that. Um, I, I love that. Meanwhile, the goalie can't can barely move. No, they're like stay on your line. Yeah, Don't jump on your line, line before. Yeah, exactly. But this person is like doing a stutter step, then varying yeah. their speeds. Like well, you want me to basically stand here until they actually make contact with the but like shut up. I mean. Um, yeah, no, I hate that. So, yeah, no, all, all more power to the goalkeeper. And uh, if they're going to go and play mind games to try to get in their head, good. Yep. And that's it, folks. That's that's all we got. I, th- I think this is a good time to wrap it up, Jay. Um, it's always a pleasure. Uh, guys, if you made it this far, I appreciate you. Um, the, the, I do this for the kippers, and it's, it's fun. And uh, we'll keep going until we run out of funds. You're already in the red. Oh, fuck. Well, I'm going to talk to my accountant about this, okay? Because we can't we can't keep going like this. Catalina! <laughs> Let's talk to my accounting here. Okay. Uh, on that note, guys, have yourself a good night. I hope you enjoyed the show. And whenever... You know what? I always say, if any of you guys ever want to come on the show, you can see it's casual. Uh, we're not experts. We just... A little bit of banter. A no, little... I'm, I'm an expert, though. Yeah, you're an expert. Yeah. That's... Fuck, I, is that why I'm paying you, I guess? Yeah, that, eh? is, that is, yes. yes. That is why you're in the red. Free Tom. I, I'm taking the SoundCloud money. And, ha- <laughs> and hashtag free Tom. <laughs> free Tom. All right, guys. Good night. Thank you.